The Connect Show. Thanks for watching. <clears throat> oh. Welcome to The Connect Show. Hey there, hi there, and hello there. I'm Sapphire. Guessing I'm softly. McLovin, and I'm joined by Nunu. Hello, Nunu. So for all of you who don't know, this is my Nunu. And she's joining me on our show today. Yay. Jasmine. So just a reminder for everybody who wants to know how they can get us on social media. How can they find you on social media, Nunu? They cannot. Oh. <laughs> Well, in that case, <clears throat> I'll let people know how they can find me. I know you all like Snapchat and stuff, but that's just funny that you like. Nah, y'all can't get none of that. Anyway, well, you can still look for the Connect Show. That's Connect with a K. And we're on everything. YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter. Little Facebook action right now and again. You know what I mean? We're also now on Roku if you go to the EDN channel, Empowerment Divas Network, and look us up there. Um, and yeah, we're excited to have you here for another adventure with the Connect Show. So tell the people a little something about yourself. Uh, I was 16. I really like bread. And my favorite color is pink. Which is funny because she used to be so adamant about not liking pink initially. Um, there was a time period I couldn't bribe this kid to go with pink in the home. Somehow, that's the color. <laughs> well, with that, um, we do have some things coming up next week. So... Um, We'll probably get into a little bit of earlier show. Because we've got some act. Did you hear that? <laughs> Gotta be a guest for that one, too. Why not? You're coming along with the adventures that we're going to have when we go to the places we're going to. So why not be a guest? How early? <laughs> um... We'll talk about it not too early. Not in the morning. You know I'm not a morning person. Uh, I mean, just early, like, in the week. You know what I mean? Uh, I can handle it. Yeah. Early in the morning, like 9 a.m. Only. <laughs> nah, fam. Nah. Only, mm -mm, no. I prefer <laughs> I really am, like, a real hardcore late morning afternoon kind of mover like when I'm really feeling like yes let's do that it's like 4 30. <laughs> it's almost evening right the day's almost over but it's not during the summer because it keeps going yeah that's fair yeah so let's get into these stories shall we Nunu? Really? That's what you want to do in front what? of the camera, though? Y'all? 
you couldn't even just, yeah, that's what you were supposed to do. Duck out. Get your duck out. Anyway, I digress. I'm going to um, share some screen with you, share some pics with you. We've got several different stories going um, at the moment. So have you ever heard of pig butchering? Pig butchering? Yeah, it's a scam. Oh, no. <laughs> but you're, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone has. <laughs> <laughs> so that you could, uh, yeah, no, no, no. So they would be real sad finding out where their pork came from. If you don't know what pig butchering is. Well, honestly, I did. I do have to teach children where meat comes from. A lot of times they really don't know. It's a thing. I mean, seriously, it's anyway, here's pig butchering. It's a crypto scam and it's a very detailed crypto scam. This isn't a just, hey, I'm sending you like a fake little email or text. Like people are meeting each other online, dating each other for months. Then one of them is like, hey, have you ever thought about investing in like crypto? They have whole fake websites created. The person goes to invest money and there's no way to get it back. Then that, that person comes up missing, the one who hoodwinked the other one. They come up missing, they get ghosted because nine times out of 10, that was all fake everything anyway. That's got to be heartbreaking. It is. But what some people, um, so there are some things that you can do, right? In cases like that. If you meet somebody and, you know, you're all involved with them, number one, don't tell them how much money you have. Or, I mean, you can tell them, you know, this is what I do for a living, but don't get involved in finances. If you're not regularly seeing them on video, do a note to self. These people and, aren't really like. No, no, they're not. Interesting. No. Um, one of the stories I was reading was basically the woman, you know, had the guy kind of hit her up a couple times, but only for a few minutes on some kind of yeah. work. And then he had a couple excuses why he could never meet her in person. So she ended up investing thousands of dollars. Like, I've never understood. Like, there's so many ways to invest. I feel like it's just crypto or, like, anything of that sort just ain't the way to go. <laughs> like, just not the way to go at all. <laughs> Uh, yes. I mean, it gets a little tricky. It's a little hashy. Could it invest home, some stocks, some day trading, or whatever it's called? And something that, you know, is well established, that not that some dude that you think is trying to get at you um, said to you, like, in this particular case, she got got for 450 k 150k. 
And <laughs> I'm saying, and luckily her like family and stuff was able to help her out. But that's a lot of money for you to just be like, yeah, she never, she's never online dating again. Oh. No, I mean, and it's not for the faint of heart anyway. As you know, new new. Um, <laughs> it really is something that you have to be mindful and careful of. That's why I always told you, like, when you would slide off in the Discord, like, just make sure that this is not a 45 year old man that you're talking to. You know what I mean? Been in a few situations, but, you know, I've learned my lessons. So it's a learning process for sure. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I mean, people oppose. They'll get into everything that they know that. Can I, I'm covering the mouth. Like I'm doing the mouth covering everything. That's what you said to do. Cover your mouth. Cover your mouth. I said dip out. Yeah. I said dip. <laughs> that looks so goofy. <laughs> when I dip, you dip, we dip. <laughs> that looks so goofy. You just feel like, oh, yeah, like I agree with you. <laughs> You're just dabbing out the window. That's all. I did not dab. That was not <laughs> Devin out the box. Devin out the box. Okay. All right. For our next one, um, affirmative action. How much do you know about what happened with that case? You know, the Supreme Court is like, we don't really need affirmative action. What is that? I have no idea. You don't know what affirmative action is? No. Oh. That's surprising, seeing as how the position that your paw is in. But I digress nonetheless. All right. So what I'll do is I'll share like a little protest that's going on with the affirmative actioners. Is that a word? I don't think that's a word. Affirmative, affirmative. actioners. I don't think there's a word either. I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to say protesters, but whatever. Anywho, <laughs> all right. So affirmative action is something that was put into place initially to give people around the time of the civil rights movement, right? There was a lot of laws that were put into place. One of them was affirmative action. The reason being is because they felt that people didn't have the rights that others had, right? So there was a lot of people who maybe wanted to go to school and college weren't accepting them or they wanted fair housing treatment and you know there needed to be laws put in place for jobs to hire people of color and be diverse. In research, they have found that diversity has actually helped the profits of any organization, no matter what it is. I mean, there's a lot of people of color. How would that not? <laughs> and it's a different thought process. You know, our different backgrounds are going to lead us to come up with different ideas, which are going to reach out to a broader group of pe people, period. That's just common sense. You know what I mean? Diversity isn't the worst. What was happening was schools had adopted affirmative action as part of their intake process in a lot of cases so that they could diversify their schools. So a university may have a low 
rate of people of different backgrounds and types. So to get extra people in, to diversify, affirmative action was put in place. So people like schools could give um, extra attention to maybe, okay, this application, maybe the GPA isn't quite what we wanted, but we do understand their circumstances, circumstances are a little bit different based on where they're coming from or systemic racism or whatever. They could look at that. The Supreme Court said that that's no longer valid and didn't need to be put in place anymore because we're so far beyond just what they think. <laughs> I don't know. So people are like, okay, if you're going to say that you're not going to take into consideration these qualifications, like somebody's cultural background that may have, you know, had them discriminated, discriminated, discriminated <laughs> against initially from getting in here, then don't take these other things in. For instance, at some schools, if your parent and or grandparent went to that school as well, even though your grades and scores on your tests and whatnot may not have been strong enough, they'll let you in because you're a legacy student. So it's like, well, why let them in? Or let's say I donate 50 stacks to the library at the college that I would like you to get into. They may take that into consideration. Let's do away with all of it then. If we're not gonna have preferential in one area, why should we have it in another? If you're gonna say, you know, these things that happen systemically don't count, then why should your money? So that's what activists are going for now. They're trying to get them to squash all of that other stuff. Not the one for academics and athletes, but legacy. And I think the other one is like, donors donor contribution i mean don't that makes sense that's not fair to get rid of that and then not get rid of the other things because those other things make less sense to accept than some background issues not even issues some different background that people are going to have that might change the outcome of their grades not everybody has the resources that other people have and to think about that, because we live in a place like that, and you should think about that. But you don't be like, oh, yeah, they donate me a cookie. Let me get their kid in here. <laughs> like, like, all like that, that that's, that's really sad. And honestly, the Supreme Court really does. So I definitely do have our thoughts about the Supreme Court because one of the Supreme Court justices who knocked it benefited from affirmative action. Like he probably wouldn't even be on the Supreme Court if it was not for affirmative action. And that's just so silly. That's just silly. Like what race was he? He's black. Clarence Thomas. Oh, yeah, that's no Uncle Tom stuff right there. What? <laughs> that's a term that's been thrown out about him before. And that definitely wouldn't be new to him. But that was the problem. Like, when he was coming up, he was given 
some preferential treatment because of his background, because he was black. So then to say like, oh, but we don't need that now because you made it. So now you're going to take it away from other people. Yeah, it's really, honestly, you should broaden it even more being at the Supreme Court because you didn't get there out of thin air. You got there because of that. But okay, share what he because I actually watched a clip on, from a documentary about him in affirmative action and it was saying you know that's how he got into I forget where he did his undergrad but even with him coming out of law school nobody was beating down his door to give him a job he ended up getting um placement under I think like some kind of politician because this dude wanted more black people to work for him so then you know these all these different things these avenues keep opening up for you because you're black and they wanted to push diversity and Ooh. then you're like I mean it works and everything but uh, <laughs> nah and it's so weird to me I just I don't get it yeah but, what do you expect from them they sound like you look they shouldn't and everything over there so yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, you just, I mean, it's just the sadness in itself. But with that being said, I implore people to look upon HBCUs and things of that nature that are kind of geared towards, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I went to an HBCU. HBCU. It should be shame. Um, I was yeah. thinking, but I don't know yet. You said you were thinking about what? Going to HBCU. I this was my first time. Okay, let me rewind. Take that back. All right. So, one of the reasons I went is because my last two years of high school. My homeschool had um, people in leadership that I'd never seen look like this before. You know, I'm coming out of Powers and Donovan Riyadh Catholic. Um, so I wasn't used to seeing professors, teachers, principals, vice principals, deans of students. I was not used to seeing the a variety of people. So when I went and saw that in high school, I was like, I want that in college. So that's what geared me towards going to an HBCU. It's just way more diverse. There were a lot more female faculty. There were a lot more people with different cultures and backgrounds. Yeah, and I, like, I'm going to pretty much be at Powers all four years. I think I need another four-year break off of that. <laughs> You know, because it's hard at that school. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so, like, racially, is it great academically? Like, sure, whatever. But, like, socially and racially, it's, oof. It's a piece of work every time I go in there. Now, one of the reasons I wanted you to go there, um, and, you know, me and your dad had a conversation about it, but it was like, let's put her there because this is, corporate 
basically like a lot of times if you go to corporate this is what you're going to get and they're they're so good with academics so that was the other reason but after that i implore upon you to kind of look into some different universities absolutely like all day i had a great time i had a great experience i received a wonderful education and I wouldn't trade my experience for anything. Plus, it didn't hurt. I was in Nas. <laughs> you feel me? It was just, huh? I was in New Orleans. So, you know, that helped oh, too, because it was oh, like. Definitely the place. For to my be. personality, it says. Can you see it? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, stay wild and free. That's like so a horse. Yes, that's why I have the horse in my room. But um, actually, I think they're two unicorns. But whatever. The point being is that some people have a personality that is conducive to some of the environments they're in. And baby, I was ready for New Orleans. Yeah, you definitely breathe New Orleans. Baby. <laughs> if I had to go somewhere that fit my uh, North Dakota or somewhere where people don't exist, Wyoming, there's no way people live in Wyoming. That's just not a thing. <laughs> Nobody lives there. Why, why would you live there? Why would you live there? <laughs> I mean, I could see you. No, I couldn't see any of it. Maybe the country. Maybe like <laughs> the Carolinas. I mean, I, yeah, I can <laughs> see you in like a rally or. Oh, Richmond, Virginia. I could see that for you. I think those things wouldn't. I think they'd give you just enough excitement for you to be like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would be overwhelming, but I think at some point you're not gonna want to be in just Wyoming. Not knocking people from Wyoming. There's nobody in Wyoming. Wyoming doesn't even exist, okay? That's what I'm going to say. Because there's no way people live in Wyoming. Oh, yeah, I'm from Wyoming. Why would you? No. There's just no way. Oh, yeah. We're going to give you some other options. <laughs> um, I'm sure they don't even know what those initials mean in Wyoming. If you were to be like, HBCU, they'd be like, um, but if you're from Wyoming, I would love for you to shoot us an email or hop on our Instagram page and tell us how you feel about Wyoming. Because we don't know. We've never been there. And I've never met anybody from Wyoming. And I don't plan on it. Stop. It's possible. <laughs> one day, one of them might come out and be like, I'm from Wyoming. I don't know. It's possible. Because I met somebody from one of those Dakotas once at the airport. And I was like, this is real. You're real. 
And nobody lives in Dakota either. Well, I think, I don't know which Dakota he was from, but I just was like, oh, you exist. Like, you're a real That's what person. I'm saying. Oklahoma, too. No, I've met people from Oklahoma. Not many. Not many. But I've met people from Oklahoma. But those Dakotas in that Wyoming, baby. All right. On to these two heifers. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, they're heifers. Now, the reason I'm saying this, too, is because I'm a teacher, and at the end of the day, I just couldn't imagine what your excuse would be for what they did. And I'm going to make sure I put y'all face out here so people can see y'all up close. Those two heifers. Mm. They teach in Indiana, and and why is the one on the left like, well, um... <laughs> I don't know why it did it. Um, and the other one looked like she just outdone with like, but they had a student, and I don't know why he was sick. He was a special needs student. He was sick, and they're like, and you're gonna eat everything you just threw up. Now, one of the things is in cases like this, he might have ate something he wasn't supposed to. Or maybe he was eating too fast and they're telling him, like, slow down or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, what I would have done is you throw up. All right, you know what? Go get some paper towels. You're going to help clean this up. You're going to help me clean this up. And then we're moving on. And maybe if it was something you weren't supposed to do, maybe you're going to sit down after this and not be, like, running around in recess or something. That's what I would have done. Yeah, and he's special ed, so that's you got to be very even more, you know, cautious and precise on what you do because they're not gonna think like everybody else. So, and even if he did, he's freaking seven. I mean, you know, I teach the real little ones. Seven year olds are maybe seven year olds at the end of the day. Like at seven, you're still really young. So couple that with having a special education, like whatever it was that you were doing that obviously upset the teachers. Because like I said, they it was probably something he wasn't supposed to either A, eat, or maybe he was eating too fast. But either way, he's freaking seven. And so to be like, and you're going to eat all of it. Yeah, like, like, that so eat, like they actually like Oh him. yeah, his vomit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they forced him to eat his vomit. One of them lost their license. The other one's supposed to. That, I, that's just so disgusting. Yeah, on so many levels. So what happens is, is that, um, yeah, I don't know what is taking so long for them to get rid of the other one's license. But they say she didn't respond to the volunteer relinquish of it yeah why would she <laughs> i mean she fired already and they were criminally charged on top of that as you saw with their little jumpsuits so i mean yeah i mean you should be you should force you wouldn't even do that to an adult you get your old dude an adult, let alone a little boy 
seven-year-old special needs. Like, I just was like, and they never did say, like, what were y'all thinking? Like, what was the reason? Yeah, and y'all both didn't? Y'all both had the same mindset going on? <laughs> well, I don't know if it was that they were just in the class. Like, because this is, it's like policing. You know, you also have to say something. You might be in a classroom with a teacher who's doing the most. You can't let them just do the most and be like, but I'm good. No, you have to say something or, you know, pull your administrator to the side. Like, I'm just going to let you know. She out here making babies eat the door. I'm just telling you. Don't tell her that it came from me. You know what I mean? You might have to just drop some dimes. Because somebody saw it and said something. And I'm sure it was one of the other people that was in the room. Probably one of the, the classroom aides was like, oh, no. This was not okay. Because that's got to be even worse to watch. Oh, I'm just moving on. From oh, okay. All right. All right. I know. I tried it. I've given you my best. Giving you the best that I got. Is that how that go? No, I don't think it does. Wait. Every little bit. No. <laughs> Every little Every. No. You know, I don't know, no, no. <laughs> you try your best. I know. Something going on here. I don't <laughs> know what the song is. This is this next story is for all the people who try to make it seem like they don't know if they have the strength to move on. Because I heard this story and I was like, oh, you beating the brakes off of everybody. They always have that one person that like triumphs vivaciously. You see what I'm saying? Kind of. <laughs> All right, well, fine. I'll show them to you and then I'll tell you why I said that. He looks so wholesome. He's just holding his little sign like. Hmm. That is a really little sign. It is a really little sign. I can get homeboy a bigger sign. Okay, first of all, oh, I gotta get back to these people. Um, I mean, he doing what he do. Oh, that's a book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's his book. You should have signed. That's all confused. Oh well, that's true. <sighs> Okay, his book is really dynamic because it's called Vision. Why don't Vision look kind of not visiony? It don't look exciting. Okay, so you're not ever doing any background dancing. All right, fine. It's cool. You don't have to do background dancing ever in life because that's not your thing. Really. Yeah. <laughs> he is the first blind Paralympian to win five medals and released a book about vision. That's why it's called Vision. Well, what's a para Paralympian? Paralympian. That means that he um he does mainly the long jump, but he's done 
Paralympic medals, four world championships. Let's see exactly, because he's totally blind is what I'm thinking. Let me see. What is a Paralympian? And should you have been looking this up? Why? You said what? Why? Because it was your question. Oh. It says a competitor <laughs> in a Paralympic Games. Thanks for not clarifying that at all. A Paralympos disabled. Um, yes. So this is for athletes who have some kind of disability. They might be an amputee, cerebral palsy, intellectual disability, visually impaired, spinal injuries, things of that nature. So since he's completely blind, I'm not being a douchebag. I really got to see how this works with him being blind, being able to long jump, because how does he know when to jump? I'm going to have to see something. But anyway, nonetheless, <laughs> he's got a book out about vision. And I think it might be cool. His name is Lex Gillette. That's a nice name. It is. I thought so. He's I don't think it's about vision. I hope not. You said it's not. No, it's not about it. But it's the vision of the mind. Oh, how that baby go? He's totally blind. How are you going to talk about vision, vision? Get it? Vision. Because he doesn't have vision. But he got vision. See? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking it. I'm rocking it. All righty then. I do have to see how that works, though. Because like I said, if you can't see, like, how do you know when to jump? You know which one long jump is, right? Where you're yes. in the dirt. Yeah, I've never yes. been appealing in the slightest. I mean, that just seems like a lot of jumping, a lot of dirt, a lot of dirty jumps. I mean, I did some long jumping a couple of times, but my legs are kind of tiny. I was just going to say not as long as would have been, you know, nice for a longer jump. Okay, you know what? Don't go there. Girl, that's the same height as me. Don't do that. Don't do that. I, I accept it. That's the difference. I no, I accept it as well. It's just that you got jokes as though you're working with more than me. And we the same height. Like, how you do that? I'm 16. For real. It's over for you, homie. I told you I stopped growing when I was 12. You're done. <laughs> yeah, that's around the time I stopped growing. <laughs> <laughs> so, give it up. This is just going to be a quick congratulations to this guy. How do you feel about Taco Bell? Very gassy, very atrocious compared to authentic Mexican food. But, you know, it's there. <laughs> I don't eat there. Hey. I hope you don't get a sponsor from Taco Bell. because I guess I will not be able to get one at this point. <laughs> 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 the way kidding. you just broke that down, I guess it's over for us. Um, unless we could just not find that was they... me. All me, that wasn't her. That was all me. We're just gonna say, Nunu does not reflect 
the opinions of the connection. <laughs> I'm a side character. It doesn't matter what I say. <laughs> uh, no, no. All right. So, <laughs> well, this guy is the new CEO. So, this is Sean. Well, maybe it'll be some good food then, finally. Well, he, he did bring back the Mexican pizza. So, the Mexican pizza was kind of good. No. Did you just go? I've never had it, so I didn't. I didn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I don't do a lot of fast food, and when I do, there's actually no Taco Bell directly around here. Yeah, I don't remember seeing a Taco Bell around here. No, People. it takes a minute to get to a Taco Bell. Now that I think about it, there's a Chipotle. Um, but there's not really a Taco Bell. And then we stay right next to like Little Central and South America. Um, so they've got all the authentics, empanadas and tacos. And, oh, there she goes. Uh, anywho. Well, like she really does something. Here's a side note, people. It's the summertime, so Nunu is chilling hard in this mofo. Yeah, I was thinking about getting a job, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I had that option. I'm glad I can be like, hey. <laughs> if I choose not to, <laughs> I wish everybody well, got. <laughs> I will give you the shout out though. She will put away the foods. Keep the kitchen clean, clean off the table. Oh, yes, I cleaned hardcore last night. <laughs> yeah, so I cleaned up the kitchen, did the dishes, vacuumed the floor. Yeah, ran the washing, the, the washing machine. Made, I made your bed earlier today, too. I noticed that. I was like, I didn't even put more on it. Took out the trash. I was doing a little bit of everything. Clean the bathtub. Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> Man, look at the trash. <laughs> That's what Kill come in talking about. I see y'all had some nachos. Yes, we did. <laughs> you look at the stove. And that's the first thing you want to notice. The nachos. You hungry? <laughs> I should have asked him because he probably would. He's like, I see y'all. That's what he came in. He was like, hey. Hey, Kale, what's up? I saw you had some nachos. <laughs> First thing he said. <laughs> and he sat there for a minute, too. Like, he was waiting for us to ask if he wanted <laughs> think about it. Poor Kale. He was probably. <laughs> You're right. I didn't even notice. He really was on his phone. Like, <laughs> John, probably waiting for some nacho love. Oh, you should take some. <laughs> Come over here and take the nacho. I ate him. <laughs> That's why I didn't offer it to him because I knew I wanted him. Oh, <laughs> like good luck with that, bro. <laughs> I didn't even. I honestly didn't think about it, though, to be honest. It never occurred to me. Yeah, I was making comments, to be honest. Until yeah. I was hungry. 
<laughs> but now that I think about it, I mean, I don't want to. You could have some of my pasta. That was very big bold pasta. I had. Did you finish it? I keep telling people I got this body, but I eat like a man. And it looks like a grown man. <laughs> M A N. All right, Manish boy. Well, shout out though to the no CEO of Taco Bell. Shout out to Killer. <laughs> Poor guy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucky ducky. Um, so there was a little drama at a historian women's concert, conference when this <laughs> academic speaker, I don't know, what was she thinking? <sighs> what was she thinking? Okay, she's actually the author of a biography about Marilyn Monroe. But she said, I'm going to let you see how this lady looked. I don't know why she said this, though. You know, sometimes people say stuff, and I just, I don't know, no, no. Like, I'll be like, did y'all really think about that before you said it? Did you have, you know, a spritzer before you came yep. in here? Come so far here in this world, people just not think about stuff or do. <laughs> like, bruh, I don't know. I don't know, no, no. Because she really got up there and pulled it, this chick. Okay, she like she would say something. Oh, she did. Talking about her life would be easier if she was black. I don't know. Do they think that we are... Oh, my bad. Um, I think that sometimes people think that we are magical unicorns. <laughs> that no, we just... Like Wake up and sparkle, and nothing ever goes awry. They, they, it's like they see like the internet treating people of color better, quote unquote, better. You know, like a better, like that's why so many teens are like black people don't have it bad. Like us white people are being discriminated against now. It's like. You saw one post on TikTok. <laughs> you saw one post on TikTok.com. You ran with it. You ran. You darted out the room with that. You're like, oh my God, we just have it so difficult. And the other thing too is they see us uplifting ourselves and each other. And then they're like. No, so, like have a wine party with your girls and uplift each other. Why you got to be black for that? You don't need to. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you really don't. But because we come up like, with the terminology that we use, like queen and stuff like that, then it's like now people think that, oh, if I could have just been black, somehow I would be, well, she probably wouldn't have aged like this, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong you look older than Grammy so melanin is real I'm just telling you that it is a helpful thing and mm. she, like, might, uh, she might have looked a little smoother I don't know her hair probably 
But it's like black people saying, y'all can't do these few things. Y'all can't say the N-word. Y'all can't fetishize or um, try to do what we do all the time. And y'all can't culturally appropriate the stuff we do. And they said, man, I wish I was back. Darn it. Because then when, when they were saying, like, okay. So she's like, I refuse to change my mind. I'm 84. So they were like, oh, she is kind of, and they were trying to figure out like, but what made you even go there in the first place? They said it was kind of awkward even when it happened. Like it really didn't even have anything to do with what was being discussed. And just, people started walking out. She just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> Real quick, she like, yeah, I just want to tell y'all, it's a safe space with all these girlies, right? I want to be black so bad. Man, and so the people of color started walking out because they were like, she's being racist. They're like, we don't condone it, but y'all didn't stop her. Um, And then after she finished, a black historian got up there because you know they weren't going to stand for that. Hey, you at a women's conference? Yeah. So a black historian gets up. She takes the... um the podium um uh, mrs cooper owens is what i'm going to call her she's from the university of nebraska she was like the burks conference was a beautiful one until it was soiled by lois banner's hateful racist comments yes i did speak out forcefully against her vitriol <laughs> because she needed to keep black women's names out of her mouth that's what she ended up tweeting. I mean, yeah, that part. And I, I hate when people are like, oh, yeah, that made me uncomfortable. It was awkward, but they, they don't do anything while it's happening. They say after. That now, that's part of the problem right there is that a lot of them who did say something didn't really step in, especially the ones um, who were running the conference. Like now is when you cut the fucking mic. Yeah. Get her off the stage. This is not appropriate conversation to be having here. Get off the stage. Kick her out. You know, have some SWAT team drag her out or something. Um, yeah, because, you know, they were giving an honor to someone and the person that they were honoring, you know, someone of color. So that's why she. Yeah, this is it was a hot mess, but yeah, you need to get off TikTok. You need to get off that very much white side of Twitter. Talk about it's so much easier for us because all they look at is online. They never look at the fact that we being they see we being shot, but then they're like, oh, they're protesting and they're getting what they want. And we still didn't. But not only that, I, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly what she said because I haven't been able to necessarily find <laughs> nobody everything. <wanted. laughs> yeah, nobody wanted to say exactly what she said. So that was one of the early, the other things. I mean, they were saying that she was called out. They had the Twitter posts and all this other stuff saying they don't condone it. Um, but I didn't see exactly what she said. So... That I would be interested in, personally. Because, hmm. you know, what? okay, what kind of shoe do you have on? 
Your slippers. <laughs> All right, because you're about to take a toe test. Don't give me that look. That just sounds so nasty. Toe test. A toe test. A toe test. All right, so let's see. Toe test. How does your foot look? Now I gotta look. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Tell the people how my feet look. Shoes. Your foot shape. And there are different names for these. So we're going to get into that in a minute. But your foot shape is supposed to have something to do with your personality. So for instance, my foot is a D. Yeah, mine is D too. I guess I got your toes. I guess you All right. So I think that that's the Egyptian foot, if I'm not mistaken, that we have. And with, there's like a Greek, Roman, something in Egyptian. So let's see. Based on what your foot is doing. Do, 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 do. Based on what your toes is doing. Do, 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 do. All right. So there's actually supposed to be personality traits. Based on your toes. Based on your toes. We really just do anything now. <laughs> they can reveal about your personality. So ours is the Egyptian foot. Foot. <laughs> and um, it says, you love being treated like royalty. You like to be taken care of and pampered. You are highly guarded and do not like to what oh and do not like invasion and privacy you're usually pretty friendly but quite secretive too many aspects of your life are completely hidden from the outer world you tend to keep your thoughts to yourself few people get to know what's on your mind people with an egyptian foot shape are usually lost in their own dream world but that is you know they enjoy their own company and me time. You also tend to find an escape from reality. You have a personality of a dreamer. You can also be impulsive and rebellious. Don't lie, escape from reality, right? <laughs> and they can be moody and have outbursts of energy as per their own mood. Okay. Well, then, that was interesting. What is happening? What are you touching? That's you. That's you. <laughs> you. Uh, all right. So that is the foot that's for our purpose, the last one on the screen. And then the, all the toes go at a 45 degree angle. So now let's continue to go and see about this next foot. B just look crazy. I'm sorry, but B just it's a square foot. It just goes all the toes go straight across. Length. But I actually know somebody with a foot like that. But it's a boy. So it just was kind of like eh. um let me see. So now let's see what our next foot is. <laughs> 
Our next place. So there's a Roman foot. Oops. Oops. All right. So with the Roman foot, and there they have different versions of these too. The Roman foot is you have your first three that are the same length. Um, including the big one. So it's big. So which one is that for us? Let me A. see. No. Yeah. Is it A? Wait, let me see. Oh, that is A. You right. You remember. Okay, so that is the Roman foot. Where the, <laughs> how the first three are all the same length mm -hmm. and then the last two are short. So that says, let me see, that they're charismatic, courageous, outgoing, open to new experiences, enjoy social settings to meet new people, discover new cultures. Also a loyal partner who loves spending time with their loved ones. They go the extra mile for their happiness. People with a Roman foot shape lead well-balanced life and usually maintain a proportionate body shape. <laughs> Most travelers are found to have, how do y'all know that? Oh, it's a, however, they can also be arrogant and stubborn. Okay, well, didn't see that coming. <laughs> the <laughs> Greek foot is where the second toe is longer than the big foot. I've seen a lot of people that, for our sake, it's letter C. Yes. Where that middle toe just come out and do its thing. Like, how you do it? Not the how you do it. <laughs> I know a lot of people with that toe. All right. So let me share it with y'all, just in case y'all forgot what it looks like. Who got the toe? Who got the toe? That's one song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Here y'all go. Let me get out of here. All right. So here's the tool. It's our C. Well, let's see what it's saying about your foot. That's a Greek foot. <laughs> Creative individual who loves to bring out new ideas. Highly enthusiastic and motivational. Love encouraging people to achieve their dreams. You're quite impulsive, high energy, sporty, active, seldom a dull moment. Spontaneity keeps things interesting. However. <laughs> what was our however? I don't remember us having that. We didn't have a however, but this one is they are prone to taking stress. They struggle with decision making. Their high energy leads to exhaustion and burnout at times. People with a Greek foot shape are known to stick to their opinions and exhibit the my way or the highway. But how how are they known? Did y'all study feet? Foots. They studied the foots. There's got to be one freaking set of scientists. <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all chose to do. Study some feet. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, last but not least, the square foot. Box foot. <laughs> I'm doing that because somebody listening right now has a square foot. We don't want to make them insecure about all their toes that go straight across. I mean, your box feet could be nice. There's nice boxes out there. Like Amazon has some nice boxes. She said, all right, no, no, I'm done. Emma <laughs> has some nice boxes. I thought she was going to say, like, when the, you're getting a gift box, not just a brown. Anyway, square foot, practicable, practicable, practical, reliable, honest, and balanced. You leave a very balanced life. You're Carefully examine all the details and go through all the pros and cons of a matter before taking any <laughs> decision. <laughs> you ain't gonna bless me what? though. That was a sneeze. That was a sneeze. Bless you. People with a square foot are always weighing the positive and negative. They have excellent conflict resolution qualities. And they're also quite analytical, very secure in themselves. And they're reliable and don't get easily influenced by outer circumstances or momentary impulse. However. God, there is no however. <laughs> These scientists must have had some Egyptian feet and box feet because how come everybody else got some cons? The box foot and the Egyptian foot. Us Unless with it, our 35 degree angle. Oh, I hear you say that. Yeah, yeah they like, had some good times. Either that or they also have some box feet and Egyptian feet. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like they just were picking and choosing. They didn't want to hear a single flaw. Gets real with these foot. As we come to the first part closing, um, what would you like to say? Uh, a lot of these stories are kind of weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're just racist and feet and throw up, you know, just some Taco Bell, just some a little bit of everything. That's why when people ask me what they're like, well, what kind of stories do you cover on the show? I'm like, it varies because there is no. Very much. We, we went from this poor little boy being forced to eat his throw to your feet size, to your feet shape. So. <laughs> never <There's dull>. always <laughs> never a dull moment. That's why I'm putting the description box when this gets posted on the different platforms. Never a dull moment here on the connection. <laughs> never because that's just that's <laughs> <laughs> well with that being said, I am Sapphire kissing him softly. McLovin. Okay. Is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> I'm new. <laughs> I'm new. 
All right. And this is The Connect Show. Don't forget to follow us. Follow yes. on Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Get on Facebook. Word. YouTube. Uh-huh. Think that shit. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> And we're also on Roku under the Empowerment Divas Network, also known as EDN.